County is full of amazing stories. And the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that lived them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole history told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana county. Welcome to Where We Landed. My name's Scott Miller. I'm one of the co-hosts, and I've got joining me here today, Kylie Jackson. Hey, everybody. And Iris Brunner. hey yo. We also have a guest, and we're going to have Iris introduce that guest. But before we do that, we're going to get into Trivial Pursuit, which I am currently tied for the lead. <laughs> um, and so let's go. <laughs> he had to say that Iris didn't get to play last week. Yeah. So he had to... He had to get his piece in there oh, while he really? could. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, really? Okay. Uh-huh. Grandpa. Let's, let's start. <laughs> you can just call me sugar. <laughs> <laughs> we, just a little bit before that gets out. So somebody needed some sugar for their coffee, and I told them sugar was on the way. And I said, then that doesn't necessarily mean me. It's yeah. actual which, sugar. Which is way. now in my phone. I've changed your name to <laughs> Sugar Sugar Miller. <laughs> where, where is that sound button? Wah, yeah. wah, wah, wah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. Trivial Pursuit. Here we go. Okay. All right. Question number one. What country do the Galapagos Islands belong to? Australia. No. Do you know where the Galapagos Islands are? (laughs) No. Clearly, I must not. (laughs) Fiji. No. Turks and cacao. Somewhere in Africa. Mm. Ecuador. 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 South America. Okay, what is the name of the car the Ghostbusters used to hunt down ghouls? Really disappointed. E- Ectomobile. Yes! 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 I was digging what deep. What was it? The Ectomobile. Woo! Nicely done, Marcus. Cut his lead in half already. All right, question three. Who starred in The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly and served as mayor of Carmel, California? Scott Miller, that's the point. Three to one. Now, even though she was way behind me, my wife would have said that was her point if we were playing Jeopardy on TV. Like somehow if it it just comes out of her mouth, it counts for her. So, but Does she listen to this podcast? I I hope hope she doesn't. (laughs) I don't think she has ever listened. Yeah, you called her a grandma in the last one. No, 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 no. I said myself. No, you said grandparents. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you got to do some fixing on That's, that one. Uh, we won't share that episode. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Question four: What character has lively adventures at Green Gables, Avonlea, and Windy Poplars? Anne of Green Gables. Yes. <laughs> I almost got that, <laughs> but you didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, <laughs> okay. So now it's what three to three, three to two. 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 Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. What, what, what genre is this next thing? Uh, science. science. Did we ever do sports? It's the last one, but I can almost guarantee that you won't get it. But, oh, so I wouldn't, ba- I wouldn't, I wouldn't bank on that one. It's a tough one this week. Nine innings, right, Scott? Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Here's the science question. What is micropaleontology the study of? Dinosaurs. Try again. Small dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Microfossils. Is, is it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Four to two. Yeah. Last question. This is a, are you taking this in as a personal affront? I, I am. Right. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Ready? Uh-huh. <clears throat> in which event did Elena Isinbaeva win Olympic gold in 2004 and 2008? Tennis. No. Skeet shooting. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, rhythmic gymnastics. <laughs> no. <laughs> Track and field. Oh, oh which event? It's an uh, event in track and field. Oh, High the jump. 800 no. meter. 1,000. Uh, no. The 1,600 meter. Oh, my gosh. 200? Hurdles. 100, 100 meters. <laughs> okay, okay. Shot put. Okay, I think you've said them all. Uh, javelin. <laughs> pole, pole vault. Yes. Five, two. Wait a minute. Is there like a limit on the number of times you can guess? Pole vaulting. Go ahead. Please mark that on the I think pole vault was the answer. Pole vaulting is the answer. Yeah. All right. I'll turn it over now to Iris to introduce today's guest. Well, thank you very much, Kylie, for that riveting game. Scott may need help getting out of the door today. 
Um, I Alan, have the sorry. pleasure of introducing our guest today. We have Din No. He is the owner of Grant County Steel. Um, I have a really cool bio here, but I think I've decided that I'm not going to read it because I want to make sure that we um, ask all the questions and okay. give you an opportunity to share them. So thank you very much for agreeing to come here. All right. um, I hope that our listeners know and understand that um, uh, Din was literally our most requested <laughs> <laughs> he was guest yeah. for he the was. show so there, there's no pressure at all <laughs> yeah, we're really excited to have you here yes yeah, so thank, thank you. you for coming thank today <laughs> yeah so um usually what we do is we just ask you to just share your story like okay. um scott usually likes to ask from birth um yeah. but you don't have to start there if you don't want to okay. you can start wherever you like but we just really love to hear your story okay all right um yeah it's uh <laughs> I came to Grand County, uh, Grand County in 2000. Um, I was up in Detroit working at Ford Motor Company for 13 and a half years. And uh, basically getting tired of the, you know, politicals, big corporations, uh, you know, headaches and out of town all the times, you know, I was a, uh, uh, team leader for uh, F-Series at Ford Motor Company. So, you know, we fly a lot out. Um, we have seven plants um, throughout the world. Um, well, when I said the world, it's mostly Canada, U.S., and uh, South America. So basically, we flew a lot, uh, you know, on the road and day in and day out launching. Um, so i getting tired, you know. At that point, we have four kids and... And basically, you know, never be home for the kids. So I said, well, you know, it's time for me to move on. And um, so I look around for a, a business venture and basically one opened up in Grand County here and I came down and looked at it. And it's not my, it's not my expertise, but I took it. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, the bank, local bank here is, it's, uh, at that time, I think it's, uh, it's not region, it's a, uh, what is that? Uh, before region, mm. uh, you would have had. Well, you have Star uh, Bank, First National Bank, Union Planters, Union, Union Planters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, mm. yep. Okay, that would have been it. Yep, and um, so they they offer me a loan, you know, to, to take over Grand County and mm. uh, oh, Grand County Steel, and um, so basically that was it. So we move oh. in, and you know, when the, the young, the oldest is nine years old, and the oldest is uh, only a year old. When we moved down here, wow. so you know we've been very pleasant to be in Grand County here. Mm. Thank God for you know very small community, and we grow with the communities. And um, you know, all our kids went to high school. Uh, well, all the um, public school here, um, and they all doing fairly well. Mm. And so. Um, uh, and with that, I have so many friends and, and people that I know. And, you know, I felt like Grand County is part of me because, mm. uh, you know, I came over here in 19, well, 79 when I left Vietnam and I came to U.S. here in 1980. And I live mostly in the bigger city. And, um, but uh, Marion offered me uh, uh, just a, a family environment where I felt at home and uh, so many friends, so many people that uh, I loved. I loved the community. I used to be, you know, uh, on the board of uh, the, um, uh, the Marion Philharmonic, you know, and we served for a couple of years. Um, I enjoy it. I mean, you know, it's, it's, uh, this is part of, uh, you know, Throughout my life, I mean, you know, I'm 60 years old now, and and this is the biggest part of my life that I can consider is a m memory. You know, mm -hmm. it's a, the biggest accomplishment that I have. Um, so throughout. you came here in your late 30s. You'd been, you said at four. No, no, no I came here when I was. N oh, um, in. Grant yeah, County. Yeah, into Grant County. Yes. Yes. Late 30s from Detroit. You yep. said. Yep. Um, so you said Vietnam, born in, uh, in yep. Vietnam and like 
my geography is terrible. So if they would have been doing geography this morning, we would, but, but what city or town were you born in in Vietnam? Uh, we, uh, I was born in uh, Central Coast okay. of Vietnam, uh, okay. which is part of the South Vietnamese government. Okay. Um, it's part of, that's one of my bucket list places to go visit. Yeah. I've heard it's just a beautiful country. And um, I don't know, do you, do you get back at all? Do you have family still there? I go back there a lot before my parents both passed away a couple mm. of years ago. Um, mm. So uh, every year I have to go back and see my parents. Yeah. And, uh, but it, it's, it, it, it's a country I was born in, but it's not a country that I call is my home. Yeah. Because, right. Uh, because it's just just the, the condition of the politics, and and you know uh, it's a communist. So every the reason I left there because of communists, and, yeah. And and you know thirty four years forty years later when I went back, it's still the same, mm. uh, same, same thing. I mean you know government control everything, everything you say, everything you do, everything you eat, everything you. They control everything, so that yeah. part of the freedom that you lost, and that's what part you know that that's why I left. So yeah. you have? Um, do you have any siblings? I had I had two when I left. Uh, the middle brother and the younger sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they stayed. In the they they stay, and my brother uh, passed away about twelve years ago, mm-hmm. and my uh, younger sister married to another guy that in Australia. So she left uh, okay. Vietnam too. So uh, now she's in Australia. Oh. Uh, so, so you're the oldest of the th- No, of I, the I am the youngest boy oh, uh, in the, the youngest family. Boy. I, we have six in our family. Okay. And um, uh, my oldest served the Vietnamese government, the, the South Vietnamese government. As a, he was in the... Uh, um, uh, Air Force. Yeah. Yeah, he was trained in the U.S. So um, when he went back, uh, a couple of years later, the communists took over, so they put him in jail. And, and you know, and that's part of the, the, the that's part of the government and, you know, the, the new government. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put everybody in jail and mm-hmm. they, who served the, 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 the previous government. government. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. I think it's fascinating and, and probably the things that you've lived through, um, you know, during your lifetime, especially your early childhood, um, you know, in America's involvement in Vietnam during that point in time. So what brought you to the States then? And how did you, how'd you make your transition over? The, the, the communists took over South Vietnamese, uh, South Vietnam in 1975, uh, in April. Uh, and I was only, 14 years old. Yeah. And not even 14 years old yet. Uh, and uh, so, so they force us, you know, we, our family have a hardware store like Mac hardware store. Yeah. And um, so they took over in 1975, in 1977, 76, uh, they took the store. They said mm. no more private sectors. So that's the only source of income that we have yeah. mm. you know, for the whole family. And my brother, my brother, my oldest brother were in jail. And um, so, so basically, you know, we suffer uh, severely. I mean, you know, uh, hardship. And um, just because, you know, we have a member of family work in the old government. So, um, so of course, you know, um, we didn't have enough food. We didn't have, so my, my, my mom and my dad gather what they had and said, you know, they pay for our trip to, to get out uh, yeah. of Vietnam. And, um, you know, back then to get out of Vietnam, the, the only way that you get out of Vietnam is to escape. Mm. So we, um, we, we got, we planned it, you know, to escape Vietnam on boat. Um, so finally, I mean, you know, make a long story short, we finally, at several uh, attempts, we, we made it. We, we made it out on uh, uh, on a about 20, 20 feet boat with mm. seventeen people. Wow! And, wow. Um, it, it's a it's a it's a seven day journey from Vietnam to Hong Kong, mm. and uh, and we made it. Um, however, it's it's really struggle. Um, we didn't 
we didn't think that it's that far mm-hmm. uh, or that long distance. Right. You know, we just say, well, you know, we just get out of the mm-hmm. international borderline and somebody out there will maybe yeah. help us. So we plan for a really short trip, couple of days at the most. So um, after two days, um, ran out of gas, ran mm-hmm. out of water, ran out of everything. So basically we're floating. <laughs> floated down. Yeah, 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 we, we oh. floated. And then finally we found a, a fisherman, uh, you know, give us some fish and some water. They didn't have any um, gasoline or p- petroleum. So we float some more. So <laughs> finally the current just led us to, uh, to China, uh, Hong wow. Kong. So it, we ended up in a refugee camp for almost a year. Mm. And, then, and was this and your whole family? No, it's just me and my two brothers. And your two brothers, yep. okay. So and your my, parents basically right, said, hey, they, right, you guys get they, out. They knew that either when did we escape, if the government caught it, <clears throat> either they shoot it yeah. or they put it in jail. So if they put mm. it in jail, then they will have to support us while we're in jail. So yeah. that's how it works. Yeah. So, you know, it's a... They have to sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, we are so glad you made it. <clears throat> and then once you got to Hong Kong, when was your first trip to the United States or what well, brought you to the U.S.? <clears throat> Back then, um, because so many Vietnamese uh, left by boat, right. and I don't know whether you're not, if you can look it up, it's called Boat People from yeah. 1977 to oh, by, uh, probably 1990. Um, a, a bunch of you know, probably about two millions people wow. left Vietnam that way. That made the trip. Yeah, that yeah. made it a trip. And I don't know how many, but they they figured that about half of a million Vietnamese die at sea uh, because they couldn't make it. Uh, so that that was just like Ukraine, Ukraine right now, you yeah. know, cross yeah. over to Poland, yeah. but they, you know, all, it's not at sea, but, you know, right. same thing. Um, we got to Hong Kong, in August of uh, 1979, in June of 1980, we got accepted to come to the United States uh, in Cincinnati. A uh, Catholic church in Cincinnati sponsored us. Hmm. So they brought it uh, over and we came to Cincinnati in 1980. And I stayed in Cincinnati for five years. And you were around around 19 or 20? Yeah, I was 19 and I had a family, uh, uh, American family. Uh, she's, my mom is from, when I call my mom is, is you know, no adoption or anything like mm-hmm. that, but I right. call her that, mm-hmm. you know, my mom and dad and my sister and brother. Mm-hmm. And basically, um, you know, she took me in. They took me in as a part of the family because I was the youngest and I was the same school, uh, well, same age group at, their kid, so they mm. took me in. So, um, so when you came to Marion, so you said you'd been working at Ford. Yeah, came down to Marion. Did you know anybody in nope. town? <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah. Yes. Tell us more about uh, about that process. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was funny too. I mean, you know, I came down here. Uh, I think in June, and we didn't take over. I didn't take over Grand County still yet. I yeah. mean, you know the the. the uh, everything was signed in, in September, but from June to uh, September, I went out a lot, you know. I didn't have any friends, so uh, my first friend was my um, uh, insurance, car insurance <laughs> agent. <all right>? Yeah. <clears throat> so he took me out. And the first bar that I went was Focus. <laughs> so, you know, I came from Detroit. Sounds like Kylie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I said, At the age of three months. Yeah. yeah. I came I came to Focus, you know. I didn't have any money because, you know, in Detroit, you go, you know, you don't carry cash, you know. You right. go to any bar and you... <laughs> you use your card. Yeah, you use the car. Yeah. And uh, so uh, the bar was... Uh, it, 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 it was... Full. I mean, you know, it was maybe half full. I don't know. I mean, you know, so I decided, you know, reason I come to, to town and everybody kind of like, you know, didn't know who I was or, you know, so I said, okay, I bought around. So, you know, I, <laughs> and then, and then I bought around and then, of course, you know, I want to pay for it. And 
And um, when I pulled my car out and Steve came over and said, no. <laughs> I said, what am I going to do? I, mean, I didn't like, have any your, bank. your first time yeah. here. You're gonna I didn't have any bank here. I didn't know anybody. I went yeah. out there. You know, I, I right. can't pay for that. Right. So my agent said, okay, I'll let you blow, I loan you $100 to pay for the, <laughs> the but, but that's when we met everybody and yeah, mostly and and became a routine you know every friday we sit at rank uh, you know at focus you know, yeah. we have our own group and uh, back then um you know with kim roger john long i don't know what yeah. you remember yeah. yeah yeah john passed away but i mean you know we uh, jd hodge and, mm -hmm. you know a bunch of different people doug branko and You know, so we had about six or seven people in our group. So, but but that's what basically it's, it's how I started. <laughs> Didn't know anybody here. Yeah. Where We Landed is sponsored today by KB Computers, located in the Boston Hill Center in Marion. When you find yourself in need of computer repair, web services, or business IT, KB Computers is able to help. You will work directly with the local team that can meet your needs with amazing customer service. Open Monday through Thursday, 9 to 5.30, and Friday from 9 to 5, the KB Computer team is ready to help. Just give them a call at 765-668-7700 or reach them via Facebook at facebook.com slash Inc. Thank you to KB Computers for sponsoring today's podcast. So this is two weeks in a row now. We've had a story about not having cash to be able to pay for something. <laughs> Anybody that doesn't live in Grant County that's listening, bring your cash. Yeah, <laughs> have cash. But there, but but Folkies does take cards now. So I just want I want people to not be scared by that. Then <laughs> so when you were you were deciding to leave Ford and you wanted to, you were looking for a business venture. And you said Grant County Steel wasn't your industry. What were your what were your what were you considering as your options? I mean, were you looking for any business or well, what was, were you thinking about? Yeah, I was looking for um, any kind of business because I was with for under the manufacturing uh, position. So manufacturing is is basically you know to make pro productivities. Mm -hmm. So you know when you make a phone, it's a there's a process to make mm -hmm. a phone. Uh, when you make a shoe, it's, it, it's a process, you know, and I was pretty good at it, you know, mm -hmm. understanding the process. So I said, you know, anything they make, I can make it better. You can, fi you can figure out, <laughs> figure, can it figure it out. out you know, yeah. so, you know, I, I have a several options, but Grand County Steel was the best. It was the right, uh, right, right time, the right, right time. option. Yeah, the right option. Uh, even though I don't know the industry that well, but, uh, um, And I said, I, I told my wife, I said, you know, um, I was 39 years old when I took over Grand County Steel. And I told her, I said, ah, you know, I, I'm still young, you know, to do if, if it fails and I can go back to Ford or be, mm. become an engineer again. I mean, you know, it, it's not not something I wouldn't able to do. Mm. Um, so, so that that was it. That was the decision that we made. And, and I, I think that was a right decision yeah. for us it's panned out so far yeah. right yeah <laughs> how long is so i bought our business four years ago and we're right. just to the north of you right. um bowman is how old is grant county steel like for, so when did that business first start and um, how long has it been around before you bought it if, if you look at the history of grant county steel it's well, went far back yeah. um the owner of grant county steel Steel used to work for Clean Steel, and Clean Steel is uh, basically it's a big company. I mean, you know, it's a bigger company. Yeah. Uh, it's about 100 people. Um, so when Mr. Clean or Mrs. Clean passed away, Mr. Clean just decided to close the door. You know, mm. he, he 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 didn't have it in him to continue. Yeah. So he closed the door of Clean. Uh, steel and um, so the a group of people who worked for claim decided to go out because they didn't have any job right mm -hmm. and they at the point that you know they have to do something you know to save 
you know, so a couple of guys from Klain decided to go out on their own and, and they were in the fifties already. So they went out and basically got the company restarted it in 1980. And for, and 20 years later, I took over. Yeah. Yeah. And now you've been there as long as it existed before you. Yes. And uh, I've been there for 22 years already. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> who, who are some of your, if you're open to sharing this, who are some of the companies that you would work with or your, some of your customers? I know you've done some great, you, you guys were a great supplier for our business over right. the last four years. Um, are there any in particular types of businesses or companies that you, uh, you help supply steel to? We, um, when I, but Grand County Steel, um, majority of the revenue come from glass furnace. Okay, we done a lot. We we very picky on in the way of construction. We only do for Bowman. We only do for a few people in yeah. the construction. But majority of the job that we did was for glass furnace, like Ball Foster. You know. Gotcha. Owen, yep. uh, um, there's several. We done job that we ship the stuff, our stuff to China. <laughs> it's funny, you know, and mm-hmm. we have to ship everything to China for mm-hmm. steel. Um, I done, uh, we ship stuff to Venezuela. Uh, we ship stuff to Seattle, you know, across the country, wherever the glass furnace are, we we, we ship our um, steel to them. So that was the niche market for us. But then, you know, climate condition changed. And, and now I think, you know, we work very little with the glass furnace now. Mm-hmm. And we work more with the, uh, uh, you know, construction industry. Yeah. So. so I've got kind of an off the wall question, which... I'm sure I'm getting looks from people in the mm-hmm. uh, to the sides of me, here but, comes. but I'm here also going to ask it of, of the other people in oh. the room here today. Mm-hmm. So, um, is there one phone call that changed your life? And I'm going to also ask Iris that and Kylie that. So anything that you can recall, like a moment where there was a phone call that you'd say, man, that phone call changed my life. And I don't know if you've got one off the top of your head. Do either of you guys have? Well, I think maybe just from like a professional standpoint where I am right now, um, I was working in the golf industry and a former boss, Charlie Wallace, called me and asked if I wanted to be the marketing director at the Chamber of Commerce. And I didn't know what the Chamber of Commerce was or what they did. And now eight years later, here we are. So from a professional sense, that was probably the phone call that changed my trajectory. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Yeah, mine's, mine's probably something very similar, except I, you know, um, not, not to get too faith-based with you, but you know, God calls you many times yeah. and he called me three times to the job that I'm currently doing. And I didn't listen because, yeah. <laughs> you know, cause sometimes you hear it, but you didn't really hear it. Um, but, and it wasn't a phone call that, um, was made to me. It was, I finally listened and I picked up the phone and I made the call. Um, so, and I had a conversation and I said, you know, is this still available? And they, you know, it was Talisa Dominici, you know, yeah. who I work for now. And, um, I, I definitely, I always say that's my God moment. Like he called me three times and then I finally, I finally listened. Picked up the phone. Yeah. And, made that and call. so I made the call and yeah, here we are. It was all, it was all history. You know, and as you and I've interacted, I think, I feel like, I know there are tough days, but it feels like it's really your sweet spot. I mean, I can tell when you, mm. how much you care about people and how much you care about families and, and to see you as you go through that process and help people and just kind of see you get even emotionally about yeah. it that when that happens. So thanks good. Scott, but yeah. this podcast is not about me. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I appreciate yeah, so that. Dan, Thank you. Yeah, for me, it's uh, probably, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think the, when I graduate, you know, from college, it was really bad time for the economy in the U.S. here. I was looking for a job for almost a year, you know, before I landed a job. Uh, with, with funny thing is, I mean, you know, my first job was not with Ford Motor Company. My first job was with Inland Steel. 
Hmm. In Hammond, uh-huh. and 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 it go back, you know, it cycle back. Mm-hmm. Uh, life is a, is, <laughs> it's a funny thing, and you know, I started a job with Inland Steel and ended a job with Grand <laughs> County Steel. How yeah. is that? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Totally different. Uh, it's a weird thing, but I think that is the moment that I think I, I was desperate um, for a job, and so the phone call from Grand County. Oh, not Grand County, but uh, Inland Steel uh, for offer me a job. Yeah, that was you know even though I worked for them for only two months, but it set you on the path to yeah, where you I, are yeah, now. Yeah, yes, yes, absolutely. Well, maybe yeah. also put you in the position to not feel so like it was as much of a risk to to move into that industry if it was something you already had a little bit of a background in. Well, it's it's not because you know the the Inland Steel is not uh, it. They make they. They produce steel. Mm. Oh, okay. So, so mm-hmm. Grand County Steel is a processing steel. So okay. that's mm. totally different. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, uh, but I I didn't know much about steel because I only worked for them for two months. Mm-hmm. Two months. And, yeah. yeah. So they I was uh, in training and uh, and then I had only two interviews. You know, I I believe it or not, I hand out thousands of resumes. You know, back then, and I got two interviews, and 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 both of them accepted me, and just one is later than the other one, and mm-hmm. you know, so so after I got a job with Inland, uh, four called, and uh, and I thought it was a better match, so mm-hmm. I went to Detroit. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Um, before we move on, yeah. Um, yeah, what Scott was what was your phone call? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so mine was similar uh, to Iris. I actually made a phone call. Mm-hmm. So I um, um, I started in public accounting and I hated it and and um, went to work for a landscape firm. It was a commercial landscape firm in Indianapolis. And um, they asked me to run it. There's two brothers. And so I called my dad, who I thought was a really good business person. I still do think he's a really good business person. Said, "Hey, what's your advice here? These guys are asking me to run this. What would you do?" And he said, "Now he denies that he ever said this, but he, I, I still think he told. He said that is the dumbest thing you could ever do. Um, go work for two brothers who you don't have any ownership, and you're basically the fifty-fifty tiebreaker, and you're not family. Uh, I think that's the dumbest thing. And so I hung up the phone." And I took the job anyway. <laughs> uh, but it's a phone call that I always remember right. is that phone call. And there are days where I think, Dad, you're right. That was a pretty dumb yeah. thing to do. But, <laughs> but it ended up being a good – in fact, I just got a call this week from from one of the uh, the owners and just to catch up. And he was asking about our little guy that we just adopted and stuff. And so oh. um, – so anyway, that was my phone call. Nice. Thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of a nice segue there. Um, would you like to share with us about your family? Um, yeah, I got married in 1987 uh, to my, uh, my is, you know, my first love. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I came here when I was young. I didn't have any um, girlfriend or, or noticed anybody in when I was in Vietnam and I came over here and pay attention to school and, you know, the first time I met mine and we dated and she was from Denver. So we, we wrote, you know, a lot of letters back and forth. And uh, so later on, I moved to Colorado to be close to her. I transferred from Cincinnati to Colorado. And um, so we dated and, and then after I got a job with Ford, uh, we, get married and we have four kids and <laughs> and um so basically you know nick is is 32 now um steven is 26 27 uh you don't have to, you don't have to I plan got, their birthday parties to, anymore i have too many kids to remember <laughs> i got to think about that for a little while and then uh Alyssa is 24 uh and Lindsay is 23 um they a little bit uh, uh, when we have Nick, my want to go back to school because she didn't finish her college when we got married. So we, she went back, and that's why it's a big gap between Nick and Stephen. But after that, 
you know, we said, well, you know, we have two boys and we try one more and see if we get a girl. And we had a girl, so we said, well, you know, <laughs> it's going to end there, but no. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we, we love our four kids and, and, uh, and we expecting the first grandchild. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That is That's awesome. Great. Yeah. That is, uh, now you had mentioned, uh, before we, uh, hopped on the air here today that, um, that a couple of the kids may have gotten a Lilly scholarship. Yep. Is that right? Yep. And what, what entails, like, I didn't know Lilly gave out scholarships. And so what is the scholarship that for that? And is it at Marion high school still today? Yep. Yep. Okay. The, the, uh, Eli Lilly since is a big, uh, pharmaceutical, yeah. uh, in Indiana. So they provide, uh, a full scholarship to two two people in a county every year. Wow. You know, so, you know, yeah. uh, you got to be. It's a full ride to an Indiana school. school right. For, for two students in every county in Indiana. Right? That's correct. Yep. Room, That's board, correct. everything. It's a wow. very. No, no, it's, it's not room and board. No, it's, it's only tuition. Oh. And, gotcha. and book. Yeah. And books. It was still a, a huge thing. It's right. a very, it very, very prestigious scholarship. A, a, any, any school you want to go. As long as you get accepted, right. of course, mm-hmm. you know, the they state. will pay for it. Yeah. yeah. So, and you had two of your kids <laughs> get that. Is that correct? <laughs> yes. That's awesome. It's embarrassing. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you should be That's incredibly awesome. proud of that. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they kind of back to back, you know, and so, uh, uh <laughs> so it's always the news of the no. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, that's fantastic. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. And it says a lot about you as parents. I mean, you know, having kids that, that excel like that uh, have to come from great parents. So, so congratulations on that. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I was very busy with work, but my, you know, um, pay a lot of attention to the kids and, um, and, and take care of the, the home front. And, and yeah. where are all four kids at today? Um, Nick is... Uh, he's worked for um, Johnson and Johnson. He just got a job with Johnson and Johnson. It's uh, he graduated uh, in Shenandoah uh, University with the pharmacy uh, school. Okay. Um, he went to pharmacy school there, and uh, but he, he he instead of working for uh, retail side of it, he worked for the. the uh, See on the research and development right. side. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So he's. Uh, he got that, and he lives in Philadelphia right now. Okay, um, he and his wife both uh, from you know same school. They yeah. they know each other at school, so they marry. Well, they got married, but there's no <laughs> no marriage because of COVID. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, Stephen in Cincinnati worked for um, UC Health. Okay, and um, Alyssa is teaching. Uh, in Trinity High School, it's part of the Catholic uh, uh, high school in s- Chicago. Uh, okay. And that's part of the whole thing. She went to Notre Dame and uh, she graduated uh, with her bachelor and then she took the m- master edu- of education. Yeah. So with that program, she had to teach yeah. and, you know, to... So she trained school for teaching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And after that, she got her master, I think couple, uh, a year ago, and she decided to go with teaching. And now she just got a job with uh, Notre Dame, won her back for really? a different yeah. thing, different, you know. So she's going to start her job in sometime in June or July. At in Notre Chicago Day. still or up in no, South Bend now? In South Bend. South Bend. So she's going to move back to South Bend. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Lindsay, the last one, and the youngest is uh, also working for uh, UC Health uh, okay. in Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, so you've got them spread out all over the country. Yeah, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but as far as you got, uh, Philadelphia, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, well I, have, I have a little story that I'd like to share. Um, the first time that we actually met, yeah. um, I, I actually know your wife um, from working out at the Y. Uh, <laughs> 
we got this harebrained crazy idea that we needed to sign up for one of those mud runs. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, or like the Warrior Dash. I don't even <laughs> yeah, remember what it was called. Dash. I don't know. We got one of those really fun fuzzy hats and there was beer <laughs> at the end. So we were like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and um, Din came. Um, my, mind you, like we had been like training kind of so to speak whatever yeah. um this whole group of us and um din came and it was the first time i met him and uh he kicked our butt <laughs> just so you know just so you know did you do the run as well yes yeah, he, I did. Went, you know, we, he did he uh, did so there's like this giant slide you go down and then of course like it wasn't even muddy like it was supposed to be muddy but like it had been like really dry but like the end was like super muddy and i just remember seeing him like at the end like pointing and laughing at us like ah, <laughs> you guys are getting muddy <laughs> but we were like how did he he passed us but but Where yeah so that was awesome at? was this um, here in grant county it's like no, crawfordsville it, yeah. or something okay. yeah it, it, yeah now, yeah now so. close to indianapolis yeah I think. yeah so do they do this every year oh yeah yeah and are you going do. back for a round um, two or? no <laughs> <laughs> one, one and done yeah i did throw those shoes away just so you know <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, I, I would just uh, tuck my head in shame of all my training and yeah, he totally kicked our butt <laughs> but it was spot. fun right yeah <laughs> so your spouse so Cross country coach and tra- so this he was probably all about this. This podcast is not about me. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna keep delving into that at some point. Too. So, so um, you've mentioned you know folkies and some of the things with your family. Mm-hmm. What are you um, now that your your kids have have graduated and flown the nest? What do you like to do for fun? What are your hobbies? Uh, that's part of me that I I like to travel. I got plenty of things that I want to do. I mean, you know, I, I I like to do a trip to, you know, safari, you know, to to do Africa, to check all the animals because I I love animals. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And that's part of my things. I I love to travel. I got, uh, because of, because if the communists took over in 1975, part of, uh, most of my cousins' relatives are so far away. I mean, not mm-hmm. just in Vietnam, but they escaped before or after, and some of them in Europe, some of them in Australia. So we got family all over the world, um, basically because of that. So I like to, you know, because all these years I work, so I don't have a chance to see my sister in Australia. Mm. Um, my cousin in Germany or, you know, some Ger- some cousin in Japan. So I like to do see them. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, before it's too late because mm-hmm. we, when we grew up, we're so close. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I have a chance. And so what I like to do is just travel. But, you know, with the COVID. It's, yeah, the, that slowed it down a little. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. slowed it down a little. It's interesting you say that. I um. I've kind of been feeling that need. So one of the things, my parents are right around 80 and they live in Florida. And so I, and COVID really kept me from seeing them for two years. So, but my goal, and especially with our little guy now is to go once a quarter, uh, every three months and try to get to see and spend time time with them. So, um, so I appreciate the fact that that you want to keep up with family and, and try to, find family throughout the world. Yeah. So. I, I think the pandemic has made us all kind of realize, like, I think we all thought, oh, well, I can go over there anytime yeah, or I can go yeah, visit. And yeah. I think the pandemic just made that all feel yes. more finite. Like we need to do it now when right. you have the chance because yes. you don't know. Yeah. Well, and then you realize like well, what you take for granted too, mm-hmm. right? Just to be able to go and do that. So to hear you say, you know, we were close when we were growing up, but I need to make sure that I'm still, you know. Yeah pouring into those relationships and hey you get to see some cool stuff yeah. along the way yeah we we talked you know thanks to facebook thanks to mm, you yeah. know iphone and you know we communicate throughout and you know text each other from time to time but uh, you know i still want to hug them you know mm-hmm. shake their hands and see how their family's doing you know mm-hmm. get to know the kids a little yeah. um, because when we grew up and you know uh, vietnam is it's not as as broad as as big as this country, um, so uh, you know my my cousin is next door. You know yeah. we grew up my my dad and and their dad are brothers and and so we grew up so much together. We have so much history, 
um, and memories, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that part of the thing that I like to do. And so, did they come here and see you as well? They've been here a couple of times. So, but it's just short visit, you yeah. know. Um, I like to do do a little bit longer, yeah. you know, yeah. because now it's it's a chance, but. You know, with being the owner of the business, it's hard to do that too. I mean, you know, because uh, all those years when my parents still alive, I I reserved that, I saved those days for my parents, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because you know they get sick and they need some help uh, in mm-hmm. Vietnam. So I was the one that have uh, freedom of doing that. Uh, mm-hmm. Both of my brother work for company, so they only have a certain days of. Yeah. Uh, vacation, so they can not do that in a yeah. moment of notice. <clears throat> so we ask a, a last question as we wrap up, and and I'm going to ask two questions. One's for the group, and okay. one's for you. So um, <laughs> one, one's for you only. Um, <laughs> the, the one for you only is, and so you can be thinking about this. Anything that you're reading right now, anything that you're listening to, anything that you're watching on TV that you would want to share with the group and just say, hey, this is something that is really impacting me today. So that's question number one. So you can be thinking about that. Or it could just be for pure entertainment. It doesn't yeah, have yeah. to be. Pure entertainment. And then my second question, and, and as I listened to your story about how quickly you had to leave and that you actually had to plan to leave Vietnam my second question, this is more of a possession type of thing, but if, you know, the proverbial, your house is on fire and you can only get one thing out of the house, not including family, not including pets, what would be that one thing? And that's a question for you guys as well. So for Kylie and Iris, you know, is there any one thing that you'd say, man, that's what I'm grabbing on my way out the house. So Dan, I don't know if you want to start us off um, with I either can. of those yeah. two. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think uh, with, with, What's going on, you know, in Europe right now, yeah. in Ukraine, it just reminded me so much about our situation back then mm-hmm. uh, in 1975. It's chaos. It's, 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 it's a war. I mean, you know, um, and, and, and the sad part is, you know, uh, the effect of the war. I mean, for the people, mm-hmm. like, younger kids, yeah. but um, just like I was. I mean, you know, I didn't know anything about war. I mean, you know, grew up, uh, you know, what do I know about war? I, I live with war every day mm-hmm. uh, back then, but then I didn't know anything about it, and you know, until. So, you know, in a way, I think we got to think about um, how, how, at the end, it's a fact, you know, even though, you know, some of these, uh, you said, okay, it's not, uh, Ukraine is not part of us. Um, but overall picture, you get to take a look at, you know, millions of people are affected yeah. by mm-hmm. by that. Um, kids, adults are alike. I mean, they all, same thing, I mean, with us, so... So in a way, I think you know we need to take a look at I mean how to to reserve uh, the, the human rights how because it's it's it boils down to you know um, and like for Vietnam or or now with Russia I mean it it's hard to not to put when you take over somebody country or when you won the war you going to apply whatever forces you apply on them and force them to be out of their home, force them to be, you know, homeless or out of the country. Or take their business. Right, take their business, just for example. I mean, you know, so those are the kind of things that that I think we as a humankind, I mean, got to think about it and how we can support it and make sure that nothing like that ever happened. Yeah. Um, Mm. You know. So... I'm going to ask Kylie and Iris, is there any one thing that you would take if if something happened in your home today and you're getting out any one possession that either of you guys would say that's that's something that's valuable to me? I don't feel particularly tied to possessions. Um, I 
as long as you know you said you, get you, the pup out. you said Chauncey gets yeah. to, gets to get out. <laughs> yeah. So as long as Chauncey and Lucy are with me, uh, and uh, yeah, my family's not there. I, I think I think everything else can be replaced. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I feel very similar to that. Like I don't tie um, memories, so to speak, or um, to items. Um, I mean, there might be a couple of photo albums I would grab, but pretty yeah. much everything is electronic yeah, now. So, um, I mean, maybe my social security card. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, Always practical. I, oh. like, I have one little thing and I know right where it is. And I would like, grab yeah, like it, your, right? your like, passport, the, uh, your passport to our car. You know, I don't know. It, it's just, um, yeah, I, I'm not very tied to possessions. Yeah. Dan, was there anything that you'd grab today? Uh, I, at 60 years old, I started forgetting things. So I don't think <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't even notice, right? I, I don't think I even know where it is to grab. Yeah, yeah right. Well, what is yours, Scott? You yeah, tried to skip so, over it. Nope. The, the one thing I have, um, my grandmother gave me a family Bible that was probably mm. from the 1860s, 1880s, and it's a mm. big one. Um, and I think that'd be the thing that I would grab because it's got our whole family history oh, and tree yeah. wow. written mm -hmm. in there. Yeah. Um, and so I think that would be the, the yeah. item for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so any books, any shows, anything for fun that you're listening to or reading right now? Yeah. We are watching some of the, uh, you know, show, uh, I, uh, I, I'm more into discovery oh. and planet. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, uh, yeah, I do all that. Uh, <laughs> I can sit there and watch Planet Us all day long. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. Have you seen, yeah. I can't remember what station it's on, but it's the, like, almost like Bugs Life. It's like yeah. in the miniature. <laughs> like, what is it? I think it's on Apple TV, maybe. Yeah, but, yeah I don't have Apple TV, so, I mean, my son just got us an Apple TV, so he's gonna find it. But it, it, it was like yeah. like bug's eye view kind of thing. Yeah. It's like all the insects oh, at work be, kind yeah. of thing. That's awesome, <laughs> Din. It has been awesome to to get to know you, yes. and thanks for doing business in Grant County as well as living here. And so glad that you've been here for twenty two years, and yeah. hopefully you're here for another twenty two years <laughs> yeah. in, in Grant County. Yes. But but thanks for sharing your story. Okay, um, thank you for having thank, me. Yeah, thanks to everybody who's listening today, and and uh, wherever you listen to podcast. Uh, please uh, like us uh, about where we landed. So have a great day. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Today's podcast was engineered by Kyra Montero of Frequency Canvas. <laughs>